Hello guys, welcome back to The Faith Seed. I'm so honored to have you guys with me yet another week. Um, we are still in the fruits of the spirit guys, but we are so close to being done. I'm so excited for what I have for you guys next. But to um, stay on topic about what we're speaking on today, this fruit that we're gonna be speaking about today is faithfulness faithfulness. Yes. Such a good one, such an important one, especially just in life and our relationship with the Lord. Um, it's just kind of that thing that kind of holds everything together. I looked up, uh, the definition of faithfulness, what it meant. And it said the quality of being faithful fidelity, which means like loyalty, um, consistency as well. And I also, I was like, let me look a little deeper and find other definitions under what I can find under faithfulness. And I found loyalty, of course, uh, dedication, steadfastness, which is one of those terms that you see a lot in scripture, uh, truth and reliability. And I was thinking about faithfulness and all those words that I seen under what faithfulness mean. And I was like, wow, you know, just thinking on the aspect of our relationship with the Lord, he's all of that to us, you know, now sometimes we get off course and we forget who Christ is to us and we forget how important it is for us to stay dedicated, right? To this relationship. But even when we're off course and we steer off and whatever the case may be that has got us off track, God is still there with us. And Christ is just waiting for us to just do come back to him. You know, he have his arms wide open waiting for us to come back to him, you know, and just to start again, you know, faithfulness. He's faithful with us. He's he's so dedicated. And I love when I look that up and I see the word truth. Because we know God is the truth. He cannot lie. He's not like man that, you know, you have to question, you know, we can bank on what God's words say and what he says about his children. Right. And that just that alone, just knowing <clears throat> that God's word is truth and that he can't lie and he's going to do everything he says should help us in our faithfulness when it comes to our relationship with God. I feel like that should be one of the things that kind of motivate us because we know for one, this faith is based on not what we can see, the things that we can see is things that we cannot see. So even when certain things is not, you know, working out in our life, we should still understand that I have to be dedicated to this. You know, I, I, I have to be loyal to in my relationship with God, because at the end of the day, that's exactly what it is. That's what we have. We have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ because of Jesus Christ and that sacrifice he made on that cross, right? And we have to understand that even though God is always going to be faithful because he don't know no other way to be, you know, that's a part of who he is. We have to learn to be faithful and dedicated and loyal to him. And that's only done through the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, when we steer off track and, you know, get distracted, nine times out of 10, it's because we're not walking in the spirit. We're trying to satisfy the flesh. And when we're doing that, that just gets us off track. 
But God is just, like I said, he's just so faithful and so loving to us that he's just waiting for us to get it together, right? I love that verse. I can't think of it verbatim, but where it says about, you know, that God, he's not slack when it comes to us. You know what I mean? He's just, he's patient with us. He has long suffering with us because he wants us to repent and get it together. You know, he, he, he don't, he doesn't want anyone to perish. You know what I mean? So I think that is just so just thinking about, you know, faithfulness and all the things that it mean. And just thinking about, you know, how God is just so faithful to us and how we just struggle just with being dedicated to him on a daily basis. I just think that is so good because he knows us. He knows his children, you know, and he 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 know how easy it is for us to stumble, but he also know through the power of the Holy Spirit that anything is possible. So it's, it's like we don't get a pass, but it's like he understands, you know, and I think that is so beautiful. Um, I'm going to get to the scriptures that I found under faithfulness that I thought just stood out to me that I would love to share with you guys. I got my notes here. Give me a minute because I'm going to first I have to turn to Psalms 4010. That is the first one I'm going to be sharing with you guys. So I'm, and if you guys hear any background noise, I do apologize because I am recording this at a time where I have a house full. Everyone is here. So if you hear anything, please just look past it. Understand I'm a mom of three. I'm a wife. It's, it's a lot going on here. Um, but anyway, we're going to go to Psalms 40 and I'm going to be reading verse 10. Now I've, I did some substantial studying, you know, on these uh, verses that I have. So I'm super excited because to be perfectly honest, I don't really, I, I study, but I don't like dig deep. And I really feel like, you know, this time around, I really got some really good information with you for you guys. And I can't wait to share it. But like I always say, and I'm gonna say it again this time around, do not hesitate to read these scriptures on your own because you never know what the Lord may download in your spirit that he's not downloading in mine. He might pop something out at you that, you know, that I didn't recognize or that I didn't catch. So please, if you, if there's anything that he shared with you or put in your heart, please share it. I would love to hear it. Like I always say, I'm here to learn just like I'm sure you guys are here to learn and to get information. So please do not hesitate to share what you guys have learned or whatever the Lord laid on your heart. But Psalms 4010. Now the name of this vert, the name of this, uh, Psalm is faith preserving and trial. Now we all know our faith that that's that thing that connects us with God because without faith, there's no relationship because without faith, we can't even believe and trust that God exists. Right. But it's saying what it's saying, this faith preserving in trial, our faith has the ability to preserve us, to keep us going, to keep us alive, you know, in the midst of a trial. And I'm going to read what this verse says um, in chapter 10, I'm sorry, not chapter 10, verse 10. It says, I have not hidden your righteousness within my heart. I have declared your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your loving kindness and your truth from the great assembly. Now in this 
Psalms here, David is going through some things. He's, he's, he's going through some things. He's going through a trial. Troubling stuff is happening. But what he is saying, he's saying even in the midst of his trials, even in the midst of his trial, people coming up against him and everything, David is still declaring the righteousness and faithfulness of God. He is still coming out of his mouth, speaking about how God is just so righteous and how he's so faithful and loving and kind, even in the midst of his trial. So what that tells me is when I'm going through something, when whatever the case, whatever it may be, I still have to be willing to tell people about the goodness of God. I cannot be afraid just because I'm going through something to share the goodness of God and speaking about his faithfulness because I don't know if you guys understand but or realize but when you're going through a trial you're going through whatever the case may be whatever it may be and you get on the phone or you have a conversation with another sister or brother in Christ and you're still you're going through what you're going through but you're still continue to talk about how good God is and how you know how he's still blessing you for even the other things that you have going on in your life and you get a sense of peace and joy and that trial that you're going through doesn't seem as bad because it's like, Lord, you're still faithful. You're still righteous. You're still loving on me even through. And I know even though I'm going through this trial right now, you're going to see me through. You're not allowing me to go through something that could potentially tear me down or pull me down to the point of where I'm I'm going away from you, you know, so just knowing and talking about them and declaring and sharing with people in the midst of your trial, it's healing. It's healing for your soul. It's healing for your spirit, you know, and and health, health wise, you know, even like people going through depression and anxiety, you know, getting on the phone or talking to your sisters and brothers in Christ, it's healing. It is healing to you. And it is a reminder of who God is and how he's willing to bring me through. And then that trial doesn't seem that big. You know, when you start to declare the righteousness and the faithfulness and the, the, the lovingness of God, that trial starts to seem a little small, you know, when you start to, to do that, you know, to other people and within yourself, you know, so that one right there that stood out to me, cause it's like, wow, David, you know what I mean? And David, when I, when I read the Psalms, I notice that this man been through something, you know what I mean? It's not just Goliath here. This man went through so much adversity in his life. And he still, even though sometimes he was downcast and he went through, you know, some depressing times, he always remembered the goodness of God. And he always declared and spoke about it. He might talk about, you know, how hurt he was, how people came up against him. But at the end, he would end it with how good God is and how he continued to bring him through and how he continued to lift him up. And that's something we can learn from, you know, in this spiritual walk, in our Christian walk with God, to continue to declare, even in the midst, continue to declare the goodness and the faithfulness of God. And I promise you, you won't regret it. Psalms 19. I'm sorry. Psalms 119. Psalms 119. And I'm going to be reading verse 90. This is another one that stood out to me. And guys, 
I had looked into, I'm not sure if you noticed, if you go to Psalms 119, you see that each passage is starting with a word. And when I looked into these words for uh, verse 90, it is in the passage with Lamed. Lamed, that's the name of it, Lamed. When I looked into that, and what that meant, because I always wonder, what what is these words? What what do those, those those mean? Come to find out, they're numbers. They they symbolize numbers. They also symbolize letters like Lamed. That one is the tallest letter in the Hebrew alphabet. The tallest letter in the Hebrew alphabet. Also, it is represented. It represents the heart of the alphabet. Why? Because it is located in the center of the Hebrew alphabet. Right? That is so cool. And it also says the name of the letter Lamed refers to studies or learning. Studies or learning. Because, you know, people believe that, you know, studying and learning, you know, gaining new information, that's like... That's the heart of the growth of people. That's, that's what allows people to grow is when you're, you're studying and you learning new things, you know? So when I looked into that, I was like, oh my gosh, that is so cool. And it was the, it was something else about a number. I can't remember what I, um, what I found out, but I did, you know, find out that it was the tallest letter in the Hebrew alphabet and a few things that I just shared with you guys. And I thought that was really cool. I thought that was really cool. And if you find time to be able to like do your own research on these things, look into it because you'll find out some cool things about these words in Psalms 119. You'll really find out some neat things. But I'm going to go ahead and read it to you guys. Psalms 119 verse 90. And it says, your faithfulness endures to all generations. You establish the earth and it abides. Your faithfulness endures to all generations. Now, for one, um, Psalms 19, when I looked up uh, the chapter, what it meant, uh, I'm sorry, not what it meant, but the name of the Psalm 119, it's Meditations on the excellence of the word of God. Meditations of the excellence of the word of God. So these are things that you can just, when you want to, because God already told us, if we're going to meditate on anything, it needs to be his word, right? If we're going to meditate on anything, you people out there open up their minds and channeling and trying to suck things in and do meditation. He said, if you're going to meditate, meditate on my word. That's what you meditate on. Meditate on my word. And these Psalms here, this Psalm 119, it's the meditations of the excellence of God's word. So if you want to do some meditating, come to Psalm 119. You can do all the meditating you want to do. And I mean, you can read other books and chapters in the Bible, of course. But if you, you want to find something to meditate on. Come to Psalm 119, but back to verse 90, it says, your faithfulness endures 
to all generations. Now, for one, we know what faithfulness is, right? Dependable, reliable, truth. What's, what are some of those other words that it said? Loyalty, steadfastness, you know, all of these things is who God is and what we can, we can rely on him. We can depend on him. We, he's dedicated to us. We can be dedicated to him. But not only does it say he's all these things when it comes to faithfulness, it also says it, it says it endures, it lasts, it continues through all generations. All, not some, not a few, not just the Israelites, not just the, the Gentiles, all, all generations. And then it goes on to say, you establish the earth. And something led me to look up establish. What does establish mean? Establish is to set up, formed. To be firm. He said he set up. He formed the earth. And then what happens after that? And then he says, and it abides. I'm like abides. What does abides mean? Stand. Stay. Stationed. The earth is in its place. It stays in its place. It is stationed where it is because of God, because God established it there. And remember when uh, that verse, and I'm going a little bit off track, but you know that verse where it says, if we abide in him, he would abide in us. If we stand with him, he'll stand with us. If we stay with him, he'll stay with us. If we, we stay stationed with Christ, he'll stay stationed with us. And I thought that was so cool because the earth does what God tell it, God says it to do. Whatever he tells the earth to do, it's going to do it. For one, because he established it. He formed it. He set it up. So, of course, you're going to follow your creator. You're going to listen to your creator. And I thought that was so cool because it just shows God majesty and his authority. Who he is. He's in control of all things, even the earth we live on. And his faithfulness, his dedication, his truth, his loyalty his re reliability is to all generations, all generations. I thought that was so good. I thought that was so good. Next, Lamentations. We're going to go to Lamentations. We're going to go to chapter three. And this is going to be my uh, last verse I'm going to share with you guys. Um but I'm going to, we're going to go from Lamentations chapter three. And it, the name of this chapter is the prophet's anguish and hope. Now that right there alone says a lot 
the prophet's anguish, their hurt, their pain, their struggle, and hope, even through the anguish, even through the pain, even through the suffering, the trials, they still found a way to keep, to hold on to some hope. They still found a way to hold on. It's got, we got to do the same thing. We have to learn to do the same thing. Even through our trials, even through our hurt, even through our anguish, we have to hold on to hope. But I'm going to read verse 22 and 23. 22 and 23. It says, Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Great is your faithfulness. Now, I did. I I read this. I read this, this whole chapter. And I was looking into what was going on here. And it was speaking about some harsh stuff that God people was going through. Some harsh stuff that God people was going through, especially the Jewish people. um, When they were um, enslaved, they were enslaved to the, 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 Oh, what is the name of the people? They were enslaved to the, um, I can't even think of the name of the people. And I'm looking at my notes and I know I had it up here. Babylonians. I'm sorry. They were, uh, held as slaves to the Babylonians. So they were going through a lot of hardship and a lot of anguish. I'm sorry, guys. It took me a while to get that together, but I finally got it. But, um, Yeah, uh, they were going through a lot of anguish and a lot of hardship while they were in bondage to the Babylonians. But because of God's mercy on them, the Jewish people, you know, they were not consumed by the Babylonians. Even though they were going through some hurt and trials, they still, they still was not consumed. Because God had the ability... If he wanted to wipe out the people right then and there, he could allow allow the Babylonians to wipe them out then because they were in bondage. They were being used. They was getting beaten. They was being killed. So if he wanted to wipe them out and let them just to be consumed completely by the Babylonians, by by the Babylonians, he could have did so, but he did not because he showed mercy on those people. He showed mercy and through all the anguish, they knew that God was still showing compassion. Through all the hurt and the pain that they were enduring, they still knew and recognized and understood that God was still showing compassion because they were not consumed. Because God was still bringing them out and and delivering them. They still knew. And then it says, talks about how God's mercies is new every day. Every day, his mercies and compassions is new. Every day, every day we wake up and open up our eyes. He's showing mercy to us. We're not getting what we deserve because we, we know, you know, 
We don't get what we deserve. We deserve hell and fire and brimstone. But because of God's love and his mercy and his compassion, he gave us Christ. And we have a way out. We're justified, right? And I, it led me to look up that word great. I wanted to look up that word great and what that meant. And when I looked it up, I came to rabbi, which means occurrences. Occurrences. And it says occurrences, meaning it's happening. It's an event and it's, it's in existence. Great is his faithfulness. It's happening right now. It's in existence right now. His faithfulness is his faithfulness is continuous. His faithfulness is continuous. It's happening right now as I'm speaking, as you're listening. His faithfulness is happening. It's great. And then I looked at, looked into it a little more and it gave me abundance. Not only is his faithfulness happening right now, it's, it's in existence right now. It's in abundance. It's enough. It's exceedingly or full. It's a, it's filling. His faithfulness is filling. It has the ability to fulfill us. His faithfulness, his great faithfulness has is exceeding it's more than what we need his his great his great faithfulness is happening right now and it's more than what we need i don't know about you guys but that is encouraging to know that god is loyal to us he's not going to lie to us he is truthful to us He's dedicated and he's someone that we can rely on and that his faithfulness is happening right now, every day, every, every minute, every second, every hour. And not only is it happening, but it's enough. And it's not only enough, it's more than enough because it's exceeding. That's something to be happy about. That's something to be joyful about. That's something to make you say, you know what? I'm happy I'm in this. I might be in a war, but it's a war worth fighting for. I might be in a war, thank you, Lord, but it's a war worth fighting for. I thank God for his faithfulness because I, I can be honest with myself. I'm not as faithful as I should be when it comes to my relationship with the Lord. I'm, I'm faithful when it comes to scrolling on social media. I'm faithful when it comes to going to work on time. I'm faithful when it comes to my, my family life and, and my, and my, I'm faithful when it comes to those things. But when it comes to the relationship with your Lord, with my Lord, and this is me being transparent at this moment. I thank God for allowing me to be open and transparent. I'm not as faithful as I should be. 
And I thank God for allowing me to have this opportunity to just read and and share and talk about his faithfulness because it's encouraging to me. Because when you see and you learn about all that God gives to us that we do not deserve, it's encouraging to make you want to do what you're supposed to do. It makes you want to be faithful because you know he's faithful. It makes you want to love and have peace and patience and kindness and goodness because you know that he's all these things and he give it to us. He know in the flesh that we cannot, we, we, we don't have it. He know. So he said, I'm going to give you something that's going to help you in the midst of it. The Holy Spirit. And we still choose to put the Holy Spirit down and to walk in the flesh. God, help us to be faithful like you. Help us to be loyal and dedicated and reliable like you. So we can be used for your purpose and your purpose only. And I pray this prayer in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Thank you guys so, so much for joining me this go around. Um, We're so close to the end, guys. We're so close to the end and I'm so excited. But um, I'm finished with this episode. Next, we will be talking about, I believe it's going to be faithfulness, uh, gentleness. Next, we're going to be talking about gentleness. And I'm so excited. I hope you guys come and join me uh, next time. Um, But until then, be blessed. Mm